house of the Lord on this Wednesday night. Amen. Feel the hand of the Lord and worship Him and uh, give Him some glory in this house tonight. Praise God. Amen. That's one of the letters written in Revelations. Talking about they left the first love. I want to go back. But I want to go back with a drive to go even beyond that. Amen. Go beyond that. Praise God. I won't never forget Brother G.R. Travis, and he said this at camp meeting. He said he told his wife the way he said it just had previously before he announced it there in camp meeting. He said, I told my wife, said, uh, hey, I don't love you. Something like that, you know. And boy, it kind of shocked her, and she gives him this look. She, she said, compared to what I love you tonight, he said, I, I didn't really love you. Amen. Compared to how much I love you tonight. After whatever, how many years of marriage and being together. Amen. So we love this truth. Love you. Got your Bibles. Turn with us. Exodus the 13th chapter 21 and 22. Praise God. Walking in his glory. If you're a title keeper tonight, walking in his glory. Thank God for the musicians and singers and those that help us along this journey. Praise God to reach this place and point. Amen. There's nothing like good gospel singing. There's all kind of messages and lyrics. Amen. That helps us along the way. Help guide us and help us be victorious. I'm going to read this and let you be seated. I know it's Wednesday night. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way. And by night and a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. He'd done that for a purpose. He'd done that for a reason. And that was to lead them in the way. If you go to the New Testament, you hear that same term, the way. There's always been the way, the way, the way. God's always been willing, amen, to be a voice and to help us along this journey. And Israel found out that God would help them, amen, with a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. So tonight we want to preach and talk a little bit about walking in His glory. Amen. I couldn't think of a better place to be than to walk in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. As testimonies and witnesses of him. Brother Ford done briefly touched that a little bit here. What's our desire and passion as Holy Ghost filled vessels, a man to be a witness of God and the power of God, to walk in that heavenly image. We're created in an earthly image, but God help us that born again experience to lead us into a heavenly image, a spirit that would flow out of us, a testimony. A man that will flow out of us that others would realize that there is a God. Lord, we love you tonight. Appreciate you so much. 
your kindness and grace and mercy and moving upon this place tonight. We ask you to help us. Lord, our minds, loose our tongue. Guide us on this Wednesday night with the power of your spirit and your word. Help us, God, to say what needs to be said. Say it in the spirit that needs to be said. Help us, God, to have ears to hear it and heart to receive it. We're going to give you the glory and the praise and the honor for all of it. Through and by the precious name of Jesus Christ. Lord bless you and you may be seated. It's good to see you in the house of the Lord, but Jake, it's good to see you. Good to hear from your dad doing better. Amen. God touched him today. Amen. And blessed him. He had a, the second stint put in. They nipped the artery, but bleeding, but God moved in and got it stopped. So he's stable and come home. So thank God for that today. Amen. Amen. Brother Tony, it's good to see you. Come home for a couple hours and went and had to leave again for two more weeks. But it's good to see you back in the house of God tonight. Worship the Lord. It's good to see each one of you in the house of the Lord. But Chris, good to see you back there. God bless you on this Wednesday night. Come to be in the house of God to worship the Lord with us. Amen. I preached and talked last week about praying down the glory. But tonight I would like to talk about a man for just a few minutes. And I don't mean to bore you with this part of the message uh, the first part about the pillar and the cloud, and you've heard it and heard it all your life. You know anything about church and Sunday school and things of that nature. But I believe it's a very important uh, part, amen, to, to us to really understand and realize what God was doing for Israel as he brought them out of Egypt, as he brought them out of the world. Amen. To be a light unto them, to be a cloud unto them, to be an, a, a sign that they could actually see. Uh, you know, I believe they could flip the old flint uh, tent flaps back, amen, and see the glory of God and the power of God. And they were waiting. The scripture even brings this out. We'll look at that in just a few minutes. Amen. How that God was willing to lead them because they was facing circumstances and situations and geographical locations they had never been. And so they was going to need a man of God to lead them. We're living in a time, we're living in an hour, a man that nobody's ever been. We're living in a very confused hour, a very dark hour, a very wicked hour. We know that it was coming. The scriptures made that plain unto us, a man, that the days of Noah were going to be as the days of Noah. And we're slipping and making our way back into them, those days today. I actually talked to one of my brothers, actually a couple of them today, physical brothers, and one of them in particular, and we, we talked about this a little bit because of the things that's going on among them and uh, so you know I've I, I done my best to help along the, that situation <laughs> amen because I'm telling you if it's ever been a time that we need to stand up and that we need to stand for truth and we need to let the pulpits, amen, become back the pulpits, amen and you know what the pulpits, we're living in a day that the pulpits need deliverance Okay, we need the pulpits, amen, to become a pillar. We need the pulpits, amen, to, to find that God and that voice and that instructor in their lives to go back to the Word of God, the written Word of God that's forever settled in the heavens, that rules and reigns over all the affairs of mankind. It's, it, the Word of God's right, no matter if we feel it, no matter what we think about it. Uh, our opinion's not going to change the Word of God one bit. Doesn't matter what position we hold, doesn't matter what directions we take, how successful we are, how spiritual we might think we are, or any of those things, you could just stack them up and pile them up and do all that we want to in the world that we're living in. But you know what? we got to come right back to the Word of God. 
not. Got to come right back to what it's instructed us and taught us. And nobody's going to be able to change it. What God, they may put in that word to be a sin. He has not changed his mind about it. He wasn't double-minded about it when he had holy men of God moved upon them to write it down. Amen. Thank God it's God's word to man. Amen. To give us guidance and instruction. And thank God it's unchangeable. I'm glad I'm, I'm built myself or building myself upon a sure foundation. Amen. I'm connected to a chief cornerstone. I'm not worried about my God changing. I'm not worried about him changing the plans. I'm not worried about if he's going to remap something or if he's going to redesign. I'm not worried about him becoming a different architect. Hallelujah. He's going to be the same yesterday and today and forever. And if I'll just keep walking to that voice, listening to that, walking in that light, listening to that voice. Amen. I promise you, regardless how wicked it gets and how sad and down the dumps we may feel on this Wednesday night, God's going to get his church out of here. There's going to be a church. There's going to be a rapture. There's going to be a catching away. There's going to be all of that's going to unfold. You and I just got to make up in our minds. We're going to be a part of it. We're not going to let a devil. We're not going to let pitfalls. We're not going to let anything rob us of what God's put in our lives. Even on a Wednesday night like this, and we have to work and labor and all this and don't feel the best and all these good kind of things and bad kind of things. But you know what? We still got an inheritance laid up in the heavens. Amen. A glorified body. Amen. I'm telling you, we got some things laid up. It's worth pursuing. It's worth pressing the way. It's worth, amen, every, every sacrifice we have to make. Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm not aggravated. I'm not frustrated. Amen. Of every line that's ever been drawn by the Word of God. I'm not frustrated or aggravated. I'm not jealous over the world, what the world's doing, even the religious world. I'm not jealous over one bit. I'm not entangled, amen. I'm not bound down. I'm not square-headed. I'm not square-minded. Hallelujah. If anybody's got a loved heart, we got a love. If anybody cares about people's lost and undone, it's us. It's got a revelation of God that's seen the light, has seen the light. You and I know that we got a hope here tonight. Regardless of what comes and goes and what takes place and what directions all the leaders of our world and the leaders of our country and nations take, we know that we're going up. We know we're going to be victorious. We just have to make up in our own minds and hearts that we're going to endure unto the end, whatever that may take, wherever that may take to bear the cross, run the race, and finish the course. As a soldiers of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's what we're going to do. Because I find more pleasure in the house of God than any other place in the world. I find more pleasure reading my Bible and praying than any other thing that I can do upon this earth. I find more glory and more present, amen, present of a pleasure, amen, how you're feeling the Holy Ghost and speaking heavenly language and dancing and worshiping, magnifying. Find God, hallelujah, that I can find any place else in this world. Alcohol can't take me there. Drugs can't take me there. Money can't take me there. Positions can't take me there. Hallelujah. Your man's glory, man's reward can't take me there. I'm not looking for man's reward. I'm looking for God's. I'm not looking for man's amen backup. I'm looking for God's. I'm looking for a glory that comes from heaven and through none other but Jesus Christ. Glory can show up on a Wednesday night just like this. And mind a moment in a quickening of an eye, a little lady laying up in the hospital. When glory moves in, all of a sudden it goes from 60 to 99. Let them scratch their heads. <laughs> now some of them's about to get to the same place we are. Thank God somebody prayed. Thank God somebody touched God. 
because we find ourselves either in the medical fields that what we used to diagnose and what we used to do worked but don't seem to work any longer we need a help from somewhere else we need a help amen to move on our behalf and I'm here to tell you prayer makes all the difference you can't pray the glory down I said you can't pray the glory down the heavens not shut up God's ears not dull of here neither is his arm too short you got to believe it to pray it. Pray it like you mean it too. Man, open up your heart, open up your mouth and pray it out, man. Waller on that floor. Boo-hoo, cry, do whatever you got to do. Kick your chairs over. <laughs> Praise God. Well, that's better than just sitting in it. <laughs> I ain't going to do that. That ain't good English. It ain't bad either. Because it's right. <laughs> We're not going to do that. We want to move of God. And sometimes I want to move of God when I'm right by myself. I want to move of God. Because this God can be moved. Hey, when you cry out and you call on Him, He'll show up. He'll inspire you. He'll give you direction even in this world. I tell you, He's still in the business of giving us direction and guidance to the way, to the way, to the way. Because there's only one way that's going to get us out of here. I'm interested saying in the way. So as we watch this, I'm going to back up a few scriptures and, and help us to understand. And I know this is elementary. It really is. But, uh, but maybe we need to go back to some of that. <laughs> you notice when you back up a few verses from your uh, focus verses tonight. Back up to the 17th verse and it says, And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go. That God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. Philistines. He didn't do it. It was shorter. It was uh, all land. Uh, been the most reasonable way to go. Been the you know sensible way to go. It's like when you you know put in that, that GPS and you look for either the shortest or the fastest. And got different directions, and it tells you the minutes, the miles, and and so you know if one of them cats would have been there with with God and with the angels and with Moses, and, Amen. When Moses would get to set out in the direction, they'd have been, hey, 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 detour, detour, turn right up here, turn, do this, do that, shut up. I know where I'm going. Just hang on. Hallelujah. She'll get the idea in a minute. Till you watch her. Hallelujah. So you just keep driving, you know, and you just keep going. And then in a few minutes, they'll reroute and they'll start telling you where you're going. I'm telling you, the glory of God will never fail you. The glory of God will never mislead you. The glory of God will always lead you to heaven and to the will of God. It won't be the easiest. And the world won't join up with you. And everybody won't be excited about it. But the glory of God will get you out of hell and get you in heaven. The glory of God will get you out of depression, honey. The glory of God will get you out of the sad sacks. The glory of God will get you out of the rut. The glory of God will get you out of the valley. Glory of God do things for you like nothing else. So it's important to walk in the glory of God, not the glory of man. Okay? Not the glory of the world, 
but the glory of God. Man, you give yourself to it. And so when you see what unfolds in this 17th verse is, though the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near, this is in the Bible now, that was the nearest way. Man, they wouldn't have to worry about no Red Sea. Hmm. Wouldn't have to worry about the, the obstacles in the way. <laughs> That's the difference between taking the scenery route and taking the four lane. But we're not, we're not on a four lane. I believe the Bible says narrow is the way. <laughs> it's not four or five lanes. I'm not even sure if there's enough room on it to pass. You just simply run over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time since I've heard that. <laughs> you know, I've been in the way. Yeah, you've been away a long time. Maybe you well anyway. <laughs> Praise God. I'm not interested in being in the way. How about you? You ever got on them interstates and them folks kept riding your bumper and going by you and doing all this and you just kept <laughs> from 65 to 70, 75 to 80. <laughs> Some of you ain't confessing, but I know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. And then there's still some of them want to pass you up. I tell them when they go by, you should have left yesterday. Praise God. You wouldn't have to drive somebody. <laughs> Amen. I'm just going on. But the way, man, it was, it was nearer. It was way, but, uh, but it wasn't God's will. For God said, let's peradventure. Now watch this. Perhaps, or by chance, peradventure. <laughs> the people repent. Change your mind. Change your heart. You know, there's things that can change our mind living for God. It's happening all the time. There's things that always seems to be obstacles to test us, to see just where our love's really at, where our passion, our affections, amen, is at. And so God already knew because of this, the, the stiff neck, the hard-heartedness of the people. They wasn't really sold out. And so he knew, amen, that even though it was a year, he said, by chance, peradventure, amen, perhaps they may have a change. Why? Watch this. When they see war, I want you to catch that. Have you ever had, you saw something coming and got you all worked up? Before it ever even got there? Yeah, some people, when they, oh, I hope I ain't offensive here. Maybe I'll not use this one. I'm not trying to offend nobody. I'm just telling you. But I want you to catch what the Bible's telling us here. What God. He didn't say when they engaged in war. He said, when they see war, see a little obstacle or a little trouble, before they ever even get engaged in it, they start questioning whether or not it's worth the journey, amen, to, to enter a promised land, flowing with milk and honey. That's the reason you and I got to walk in the glory of God. Because if you and I don't walk in the glory of God and have a visitation of the glory of God on a regular basis, we got to find it hard and difficult and often finding ourselves struggling with turning back. 
If we get more of the glory of God in the houses, in our hearts, and in our lives, honey, I'm telling you what, not near the people of backslide. You get more of the glory of God and walk them therein. They won't be near as much mumbling and grumbling and griping and thinking, why ain't this happening? Why ain't that happening? Because there's something about the glory of God that changes us as an individual. And so we see and we realize, amen, just to see. When's the last time you looked up and seen one of them old black clouds come and said, oh my goodness, here he comes. It's lightning, man. You better get inside. You better do this. Better do that. And, and, you know, there are times that's what you need to do. And then there's times you need to say, Lord, I need to finish this, and I'm doing this for you. And you know what? I believe you'll just, I believe you can just send it around. Send it to them folks that don't believe in you. <laughs> send it to them folks that ain't calling on angels. <laughs> Praise God, we can call on angels to come here and make the difference. I believe we can call on angels to stand right there on that Gulf Coast. Amen. And say, well, shove them. Okay, Florida, all I can say, you just say, I got out, pray me. It's one God, but it's who, who prays down the glory. Who prays down the will of God. Who he looks down and says, you know what? That guy means business. That church means business. And I'm telling you, it's time for Bendale, Mississippi, the first Jesus name church of Bendale. Amen. To start seeing the glory of God and walking therein. Not just on a Sunday morning. Not just on a Sunday night or a Wednesday night. But we become the candidates that when we walk in the highways and the highways on a Monday morning, we carry the glory of God with us and we walk therein because this world needs to experience it. They need to know something about the glory of God and the power of it and what it can do for us as it operates in our lives as we give ourselves unto the power of it and the grace of it. And so as you watch those verses... God led the people about through the way of the wilderness unto the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up, harnessed out of the land of Egypt. Amen. Basically, what that means here tonight, amen, in the orderly conduct. Everybody wasn't just scattered out doing their own thing. God had them in order. God had them set up by tribes. God had them set up, listen to, to the silver horns to know what, whenever that horn blew, they knew what to do. They knew what direction to take. They knew what group. If he broke the one horn, all, all the princes knew, hey, it's time to go talk to Moses. He's calling us. If I blow both of them, it's time to start getting the tent together. We're fixing to move out. We're fixing to head. Two ways that God dealt with the people. The cloud and the pillar. And the horns, the trumpets, the silver trumpets that he had Moses to, to make communication. I'm glad God hadn't give up on communicating with his people. Amen. I'm glad God set up a five-fold ministry. I'm glad that God put a man of God in my life. 
I'm glad God put a pastor in my life. I'm glad God put saints of God, amen, in my life that have helped me along this journey. Hallelujah, that will love me and care for me, that will pray for me, that will intercede for me. It's time for some of you to get over some of that. You're destroying the very ones that's going to get you out. You're writing them down, and your devil's got, got arrows and walls and things built between you and the very ones that's trying to keep you in the way. I thank God for the way. I thank God for holiness and righteousness and separation and coming out from among them being. I'm glad that my wife don't have to get up in the morning and figure out what color, what, what color hair she wants to put on. Purple, pink. That ain't my color, though. See, somebody else wants yellow and red. You make this unhappy, you're going to make that one mad. So you know what God done if you'll just leave it a natural color? Amen. And keep your scissors out of it. That'll give you power with angels. That'll give you a power. Angels is not out of business, ladies and gentlemen. The heavens hadn't shut up in the New Testament. and shut up the angels. Come telling you, amen, a Cornelius could pray an angel down with his prayers and arms given. You and I can still move the powers of angels into our lives and move on our behind. I just wonder what your personal angel thinks about you. Let's mean good. How about that? I want to keep mine busy to the good. I don't want him to have to go back and report. Hey, I can't get that lazy thing. God said, "Yeah, let me give you this hot shot, but that'll move them on it. They may kick you when you're jobbing, but that'll move them." They won't get in that trailer. They won't do this. Won't do that. <laughs> Just something about it. Holy Ghost and fire. You know, that's the reason God gave us the Holy Ghost. That's the reason God gave us an unction. Where's your option at? It's in the glory of God. The reason some people don't have any option because it's been a long time since they got in the glory of God because the option comes with the glory. And if you put them two together, hell can't stop it. The devil can't stop it. Darkness can't stop it. Depression can't stop it. Nothing else can stop it. I'm telling you, when you put these things together and God ignites them in the power of his word to lead us in the way, the way, the way. God knows what he's doing. I promise you. When you drop on down a few chapters and go to Exodus 23 and 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way. Balaam found out what an angel can do. <laughs> if it wasn't for that poor, poor crazy little donkey that he had trusted and rode a many a miles. <laughs> willing to stall. Willing to take the beating. Can I preach from that in just a second? Sometimes we've got to be like the little donkey. We've just got to take the beating. Because we got the vision. We know the way. We've experienced the glory. And the battle's not mine. It's his. He told them when you see the battle. He didn't tell them they was going to engage in it. 
He didn't tell him you're going to have to. Come on, folks. I've got to give you time chopping up on your swords here. Amen. Nope. He didn't do any of that. Amen. When you see the battle, I'm going to tell you what. We see difficulties. That's not time to come disheartened and frustrated and aggravated. Amen. You know what? Hallelujah. Sister Mayo told me something. Can I use you just a second? Amen. I noticed she pulled up the hardware store the other day and, you know, she just got her truck fixed, the back part of it. She drove up the hardware store the other day and the mirrors all banged and busted up. And I think, man, look at him. Praise God. Wonder what happened to the mirror. I said, what happened to your mirror? She said, even a buzzard on Rat Creek Road come up and hit my truck. Come to find out later, Brother Brandon told me, said, man, yeah, you come up to the hardware store, said it's hanging off down the side by the wires, beating it, banging and doing. They take up, man, you can get anything hardware store to work. Man, I'm telling you what, just pull it in there. We'll find screws, man. We'll screw that thing back on the side of that dude. Hallelujah. We'll fix it right up. Amen. But here's, here's the part I wanted to get to. She said, you know what? You know, Red Creek Road said she made it out to 57 on the Swamp Road. What's it called? Peace Swamp Road. She pulled in there. She said, you know what? I'm not going to let the devil get the best of me. She pulls in there, stops that vehicle, gets out, and does a little jig for Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. She said, I don't know if anybody was looking. You see, that's the way you get the glory back. That's the way you get the blessings of God back. That's the way you shove it back in the devil's face. Hallelujah. You know what? He says next time, we're going to try something different next time. We're going to have to come from a different avenue, a different area. The real some of you find the same old devils because you won't get in the glory of God and find deliverance from that devil. So you get your foot on his neck so you can take the sword of God and cut his head off. I'm glad the glory of God to move on hump night. Ooh, praise God. He's so good to us. So the angel, before they to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. I believe Jesus said something about if you believe in God, believe also in me. And he's going to do what? To prepare a place for us. And so we're going to keep walking in his glory. We're going to keep believing in the angels. You know, you get on to Revelation. It talks about the angels as the messengers. And they're likened to the pastors. The pastors of the church of the seven churches. Amen. I'm not an angel by far. I promise you. But thank God for the revelation of the gospel. And we're not going to deviate. We're not going to back off from it. We still believe you've got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We still believe it's essential that you've got to be buried in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. And there's not an option there. I don't think there's multiple choice there. I believe the only saving name there is is Jesus. In fact, the word of God said his only name given and the name's got to be given because everything that man God has come from above and all the good things come from above there's something about getting in the glory you are some good things from God, get in the glory you are the good blessings of God, get in the glory get in the presence of the almighty God and let the glory move how can this happen, you can pray it down so as they on their journey here beware of him and obey his voice now listen it gets tough about this angel. In fact, if you watch this close enough, you'll see that Moses, he wasn't content and satisfied with God just telling him an angel's going to go. He's done. He pressures God. And he said, God, you can block me out. We're going to have to have your presence too. Not just an angel. You know why? Watch this. Beware of him talking about the angel and obey his, and obey his voice. Provoke him not. I've heard a lot of people talking about they like to see an angel. They like a visitation from an angel. But you know what? He may, he may not have near the compassion and mercy as Jesus will. Okay. For he will not pardon your transgressions for my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak. 
then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies and an adversary unto thy adversaries. For my angels shall go before thee and bring thee unto the Amorites, the Hittites, the Persians, the Canaanites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell us tonight, folks, if you just keep walking in the glory of God, the enemy will be cut off. You just got to keep walking in his glory. And we can do like Paul's done or instructed us. When you've done all you can do to stand, just stand. Just stand in his glory. Wait on his promises. Wait on his voice. Wait on his instructions. Because he knows exactly where each and every one of us is at tonight. He knows what devil we're fighting with. He knows what, what situations we're battling with. We know he knows what hurt feelings and wounded spirits we got. He's not limited in any of those areas. But there's something about getting in his glory. And the healing ad ad, a man that moves upon our lives and moves within the depths of our spirit and the depths of our soul. Hey, there's some, a man is still even in this with such wounded spirit and that ought not be a man because there's a healer in the house. There's a healer in the house. And when you get into his glory, and he's not limited just to physical healing. He's a man, a man, a mind healer. He's a heart healer. He's a spirit healer. Hallelujah. He can, he can, he can take those wounds. Amen. He can dry them up. He can heal them up. And it don't take him long to do it. If you and I just let him work. I'll tell you what I was impressed about the Holy Ghost today. Said, God said, I'll work if they'll just let me. Very few people in this day of time cast it at his feet and say, there it is, God. No limitations. No instructions because you don't need I've cast it at your feet. You work it out. Fulfill your will. And whatever comes is going to be your will. And I'm going to walk therein. I'm not going to murmur. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to receive it with gladness and walk therein. And be in the glory of God and the will of God and the will of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Because I'm in the will of God will of the kingdom and the glory of God. There's nothing that can pluck me out of his hand. Woo! Some of you look at me like you don't believe me tonight. More often you walk in his glory, the chances of being snatched out of his kingdom comes far less. Walk in his glory. Where was they headed? To the promised land. They had to have angels. They had to have a cloud. They had to have a pillar. You can go to Exodus, the 40th chapter. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord filled the, that, the tabernacle. Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode their own. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And when the cloud was taken up from a, over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went on in all their journey. I plan on finish this thing. How about you? I plan on hearing him say, well done. I didn't say we was perfect. I didn't say we'd do everything just right. But we know how to repent. We know how to confess. We know how, amen, to pray until we get back into the, the goodness and the mercy and the glory of God and to the will of the Lord and the heart of God. I've got just a few minutes here, but if you'll give me just a few minutes. <laughs> No way I'll probably finish all this, but maybe I'd, I'd left Lord in mercy. 
When you go to Genesis, the 24th chapter, it's a time of Abraham's life. It's a time where Isaac, you know how that his mother had passed. And at 37, then at 40, he's going out to get a wife for him. And so the Bible says that when Abraham instructed his elder servant, that one that he trusted the most and put great confidence in, amen, to go and get a wife for Isaac, his son. Not, not in the country that he was in, but to go back to his own country, back to his own kindred, amen, to get a wife for him. But the servant began to try to cover the bases if this journey was not successful. And so he questions Abraham in the fifth verse of Genesis 24. He says, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? But Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou, thou bringest not my son thither again. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. I won't go into this story, the rest of it, with Rebecca. And what was done as a servant got there, you know the story. Came on the first well, and it opened up, and, or she came and served. I would like to say this about her. Amen. The bride, amen, of Jesus Christ, because this is a likening to it. Now watch this. Amen. The, the, the bride of this day and time, Jesus Christ is not physically coming back upon this earth to get this bride. You're a little hesitant on me, ain't you? That's okay. Abraham would not let that servant take his son, Isaac, that represented Jesus Christ as the promised child. There's a type and shadow in that right there. Because if she don't believe the servant and the angelic host that goes before, you're not taking my son back there. And if you'll do a little study on that, you're going to see that if they don't receive, or if our loved ones, friends, and neighbors don't receive the ambassadors of Jesus Christ, that walks in his glory and his kingdom. Jesus Christ himself physically is not coming back on this earth to get this church. We're going to meet him in the air. We're going to meet him in the cloud. But I'm telling you, you're never going to see Jesus Christ physically on this earth until, until he comes back to set up the millennium in the battle of Armageddon. So salvation for the church depends totally upon you and I. To be endued with that power. To be a witness of this kingdom. Okay. Now I know I'm jumping a long ways. And this is the reason it's so important for you and I today. To walk in. To be led. They that are led by the spirit of God are what? They are the sons of God. We're not born to flesh. We're not born to the will of man. But we're born of what? Of God. We're begotten of him. And so I'm going to jump something, and I know my time's running out because I want to go something, and maybe I want to just wait, come back this coming Wednesday night and finish this up. But, but I want to just drop something 
to you just, just a moment, if you don't mind. Amen. Because as I studied this out, as I began to watch some of this unfold and, and some of these scriptures that began to come together, I began to notice some things begin to happen. Amen. That, that began to really unfold, such as, amen, pillars. Let me give you one to think about. Watch, watch this. Amen. Nehemiah talks about it. Psalms talks about it. The cloud and the pillar. And they rehearse it and bring it back. Moreover, thou, thou lettest them in the day by a cloudy pillar. And in the night by a pillar of fire. To give them light in the way wherein they should go. Who is the light of the world? Who is the one that has a candle sitting on a candlestick that don't put it under a bushel? Who's the one that's a city on top of a hill? Amen. And Nehemiah 9 and 19, the same chapter. Yet thou in thy manifold mercies forsookest, forsookest them not in the wilderness. The pillar of cloud departed not from them by day to lead them in the way. Neither the pillar of fire by night to show them light. The way wherein they should go. God's still in the business to lead us in the way. There's going to be a church there's going to be a rapture there's going to be somebody there's going to be a pillar and this is the heartbeat I want to talk about for just a second tonight if there's ever been a generation that needs some pillars in the apostolic church it's this generation that's got their minds and hearts and I understand the pillar in a certain sense and if you look it up and there's different ways and we can start going when you talk about pillars and some pillars amen that's a big statues of support amen buildings but we talk about the pillar amen of fire the pillar of cloud amen is the mean and ways of lead and guiding us but here amen even his pillars here that's willing to stand that's willing to support that's willing to get behind the gospel and sell out to it and support it whatever it's going to take that's unwilling to be moved and so so if you don't mind for just a moment I'm going to go in that direction for just a minute Isaiah 4 5 and 6 and the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion upon her assemblies a cloud and a smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night for a on the, all the glory shall be uh, as a defense. Watch this. And all the glory shall be a defense. There shall be a tabernacle for the shadow of the daytime from the heat and for a place of refuge for for. And for a covert, amen, or a shelter from the storm, from rain. Amen. It's talking about a millennium. It's talking about three different groups of people. If you go back and do a study there, it's the Egyptians, it's the Assyrians, and then it's the Israelites. They understood by this prophecy, amen, as he puts a, a pillar there as a testimony or an altar there, amen, to these people. There's only one way that this is ever going to happen, amen, as he puts it on that ground, amen, for these three people to worship the same one God and magnify and exalt him. But that's where the Lord Jesus Christ and the Messiah is coming in. That's where this gospel that's going to bring all men and all of creation. I could take you to 1 Corinthians, the tip chapter 1 through 12. I won't do that tonight. Amen. And talk about that and how the, that he used that as example. They all ate of the same spiritual meat. They all come under the same cloud. They all had to come through the water. And God hadn't changed his mind with this New Testament church. Thank God for the watery grave. But thank God, amen, for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But you know what? You don't want us to stop there because he's equipped this church with gifts and fruits. Amen. That'll turn our world upside down. It'll turn your neighbor upside down. It'll turn your friends upside down. There's a power in the kingdom that abides in us as pillars of the Lord Jesus Christ, as the light of the world, as the salt of the earth. When we got our minds made up that we're going to walk in his glory and not our glory. It's not about us. It's not about our name. It's about Jesus and his kingdom. And it's never going to be ending. It's never going to go out. The devil's never defeated. He's never going to defeat us. So you and I got to quit walking around like we're a defeated foe. We got to quit stumbling over every little rock in the road. We got to quit seeing things coming out of pocket. And frustrate us and want us to repent. Amen. 
You know what we need to do? When's the last time you made up in your mind? I don't care how offended they get toward me. You ain't running me out of here. I could have left. I could have left a bunch of times. How many of you have ever been called out from the pulpit as a thief? I'm telling you, there's some times I could have packed up and said, I ain't coming back. But I knew a Savior. I knew a kingdom, and I felt a glory. I won't ever forget working at the International Paper Company in Wiggins. We'd been months, maybe six months, a year. We went a year sometimes without a pastor. I remember sitting on top of one of them machines one day. And I was talking about it. It was on a Sunday, too. We had to work at weekends. And man, I won't never forget it. I sat on top of that machine, battling with sin, battling with myself, battling with the devil, battling with everything, weeping and crying. I said, oh, God, you got to help us. Man, I knew who you was. I know what he would do for us. But you know what my problem was? I wasn't sold out to the glory. I wasn't sold out to the kingdom of God. I wasn't sold out to the joy unspeakable, full of glory. I thought, amen, dibbling and dabbling in this world was a better thing to do and I let that lust and let that pull get a hold of my heart but when you get it made up in your mind this world don't have not one thing it don't have not one single thing that's more glorious and more powerful than the glory that we feel in the house of God and feel on a regular basis and I'm telling you we all got to see a place and get in a place and face face circumstances a situation we're going to need the glory of God we're going to need the visitation of God and I'm here to tell you it's going to be worth every battle it took for you to stay in it and keep in the way the way, not just any way, but the way. I'm not looking to live for God like everybody else down the road. I want to live for God just like the Bible tells me to do it. I want to love God just like the Bible tells me to do it. And the Bible says for me to love Him with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my might. Amen. If we'll love Him that way, we can walk in His glory. We're living in a world that's the glory seeking. Tell you, we're living in a world today that's glory seeking. In one form or another, trying to impress. If we're not careful, it'll enter into Pentecost. Who's got the new dress on? Who's got the new suit? Man, what's the name of that suit? Man, that thing's cut just right, you. I wonder if Jesus. I just wonder if Jesus had one of those. <laughs> and he had that thing cut just right. And, and he had them shoes with them. What's some fancy shoes? Taylor made fancy shoes. Some of y'all want to help me out? Y'all don't want to confess. I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'd play dumb too. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Can I tell you 90% of the time I can't tell you what I've got on. And that may be a, that may be a disgrace to me. I don't know. <laughs> but as long as I got a good wife and a suitable helpmate to go buy them. And I don't have to go. And I'm better off especially don't know anything about what they cost. I've never been impressed with a $1,000 suit. I'll just be honest with you. I'd much rather take me a $100 suit and make it look like a $1,000 suit than take a $1,000 suit and make it look like a $100 suit. <laughs> but with the glory of God, honey. Woo! 
Well, the glory of God on your son. You'll shine where those garments can't make you shine. You'll walk in a man on a way out of you that nothing else can do. Drugs can't kill you there. Alcohol can't kill you. Money can't get you there. The pleasures of this world will never get you there. But only the glory of God. And you're led by the power of God. Amen. In the world that we're living in tonight. I'm telling you, we need old glory back. We need old glory back. Amen. Because if old glory comes back, you won't sit there so unmoved and undisturbed. Because old glory's got to move us. I'm sorry I got sidetracked. I want to get a little area here, if you don't mind. Now watch this. First Timothy 3 and 15. Paul's writing to Timothy. But if I tarry long, in other words, if I'm detained or delayed, that... Thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave. No, he's writing it to him. He says, how thou oughtest to behave or conduct thyself in the house of God. Watch this. Which is the church of the living God. The pillar and ground of the truth. That's us. We're the pillar and the ground which is the foundation hallelujah we're the pillar that's going to stand against the adversities we're the pillar amen that's going to stand in the devil's way as long as the church is here we're the pillar amen that's going to let God work when he wants to work we're going to let God perform and be who he wants to be at the pillar of this church because this is the pillar amen that God wants us to be now you watch this Isaiah, no, I'm in the wrong place. Watch this. Jeremiah, and I know, I know, I know. (laughs) But listen to me, the latter part of the first chapter of Jeremiah and the call upon his life. He says, I will utterly utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness, who have forsaken me, and have burnt incense unto other gods, and worshipped the works of their own hands. Thou, therefore, gird up thy loins, arise, And speak unto them all that I command thee. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound thee before them. For behold, I have made thee this day a defense city and an iron pillar. Jeremiah, I want to make you like an iron pillar, buddy. (laughs) Is any pillars in the house? Does anybody in the house want to be a pillar? In the house of God, in this local assembly, in this community. I don't want to be just a Holy Ghost filled vessel. God, I want to become a pillar, unmovable, unchangeable. Amen. Having the support inside of me, have the willingness inside of me, have the gumption inside of me. No devil's going to run me off. No foul spirits are going to run me off. No loose tongue's going to run me off. I'm a pillar, hon. I'm here to stay. God's planted me here. And since God planted me here, I can perform my best right here in this kingdom, in this body of believers, in this marvelous life that I've experienced. There's nothing else out there but heartache and disappointment.
disappointment and troubles and trials without the glory of God. But if you and I walk in the glory of God, there's not a storm, there's not a battle, there's not a devil, there's not a circumstance that we can't have the glory of God to walk with us and guide us along the way. You may think you're all by yourself tonight, but honey, you're not. Hallelujah. God's on your side. God's going, wants to pour himself out. And with the glory of God working on our back, we got to be made victorious. Praise God. And if you, if you want to kind of, uh, Galatians 2 and 9. And I'm finishing. Sister Boy, y'all come. Praise God. Galatians 2 and 9 says, and I'm not going to take all of this, but listen. Paul's writings. He says in James, Cephas, which being Peter and John, who seem to be pillars. Now watch it, folks. Just because we pillars don't mean we get everything just right. And that we're perfect in everything. But we still determined to be pillars for God. We determined to stand and make the stand and put up the fight. We're willing to face the enemy and the onslaught of the enemy. If you read on a little further in that same chapter... It was Paul that had, and, and as he got Peter, because you know what happened? When James, some of the brethren came with him, all of a sudden, some of the Jews that was there, including Peter, that was eating with the Gentiles, all of a sudden separated themselves. Amen. And they wouldn't eat with them. And that caused a division. But Paul, amen, to Peter's face, amen, blamed him and said, you're the blame. You're the cause that you think that we're sanctified. Amen. Here we are with Jews. We won outwardly. But you know what? We don't believe that. You once fellowship with the Gentiles. And now they showed up. Brethren that came from James and come from Jerusalem. Now, see, that? that's what I'm telling you, folks. There so, shouldn't be no such things as isms and schisms. Even among pillars, there ought not be no isms and schisms. But the love of Christ and the glory of God that moves upon our hearts and moves upon our minds and our spirits and helps us along this journey. We're in this to help one another. We're in this to save one another. Nobody can die to themselves and nobody can live to themselves. We're in this together. You look at the body itself. Amen. The ear can't do it without the hand and the hand can't do it without the foot and the nose can't do it without the ear and I don't want to be just an eye and I don't want a body here. Amen. It's just an eye or just an ear. No, we want to be a full body and full clothing with the glory of God. I want to be a full body with a full clothing of the glory of God working on our behalf and working in our heart. Some of you need to stir something on the inside of you for the glory of God to show back up in your life. Praise God. I'm going to finish with this. And I didn't, I didn't, I had all kinds of scriptures marked and I knew I had way too much. But I want to finish. I won't read the whole letter that was written to the church of Philadelphia. But I don't read the 12th verse to this church that I'm subject to preach from again Sunday night the Lord allows us. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. What about it tonight as we stand? I want to make up in my mind tonight, my spirit, I'm going to be an overcomer. Regardless of the bad deals this world has dealt with me, the pitfalls, 
regardless of the strikes against the enemy or the strikes against my brother and sister, I'm going to be an overcomer. I'm going to find a healing. I'm going to find a deliverance. I'm going to find, oh, glory. Because, oh, glory shows back up. Your respect to this house will be different. It won't be just another building on the side of the road. And you won't do just any old way in the house of God. And at times just like this, you won't carry on conversation with somebody else. You won't be distracted here, distracted. For one reason, distracting others. It's, it's, that's all right. I'm telling you, it don't take much. Don't take much to grieve the Holy Ghost. Especially when God's in business or trying to do something. When old glory's trying to move, don't take much. Keep it from showing up. How many Achan stopped the progress of Israel? How many? Who all paid the price with Achan? Those children didn't have nothing to do with taking those garments, taking in those golden wedges. But they paid the price with their parent. I'm telling you. But when they got everything back in line, everything back in order, Ahai was no problem. Thank God for the cloud. Thank God for the pillar of fire. I want it burning my life. How about you? Why don't we just come and join around this front tonight? I know it's Wednesday night. and Parents, you've got to pick up your children in the back back here. I'll, I'll get with you about that in a minute. Let's, let's just take a moment. Let's just take a moment. You know what? I want to walk in His glory. How about you? I want to walk pleasing to God. I want to serve man the best I can and please man the best I can. But the bottom line, we're not servants of men. We're servants of God. And to walk in His glory is to please Him. God's been good to us. God's been good to this church. And you know what? I want to walk in that glory. How about you? I would have find myself too busy and too occupied and too whatever that I don't have time to, to walk in His glory and His power and His love. I want to be a soul winner. How about you? Be a light barrier of this great gospel and truth. Be able to walk to, among people and they said, you know what? There's something different about them folks. There's something abiding with them. There's something flowing with them. <laughs> I can see it radiate when they get out of the car, man. They just got that walk and smile about them and Especially when we're walking the same trail they're walking. Fighting the same devils they're fighting. Climbing the same mountains they're climbing. Dealing with the same world they're dealing with. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We got a glory on us that even in this world. A peculiar people. A special people. A called out people. A chosen people. They're just different. They're just odd. In the eyes of the world. and the eyes of flesh. But in the eyes of God. We're his apple of the eye. We're the precious merchandise. We're the bride. We're everything. We mean everything to Let's walk in the glory of God. God bless them as they sing.
I got my foot on the rock and my mind's made up. Though I walk through the lowly valley, though I drink from a bitter cup, when the devil comes a knocking, showing me an easier way, I stand right square on my feet. I throw my head in the air. I look him straight in the eye. I say, My foot's on the rock and my mind's made up. I've got my foot on the rock. And my mind's made up Though I walk through the lonely valley Though I drink from a bitter cup When the devil comes a-knocking Showing me an easier way I'd stand right, swear on my feet I'd throw my head in the air I'd look him straight in the eye I'd say my foot's on the rock And my mind's made up Say it again, I got my foot on the rock And my mind's made up Though I walk through the lowly valley, though I drink from a bitter cup, when the devil comes a knocking, showing me an easier way. I stand right square on my feet, I throw my head in the air, I'll look him straight in the eye, I'll say my foot's on the rock, and my mind's made up. This race to serve the Lord. And to look upon his faith Now the way's been rough And the way's been long But there's one thing for sure I've got my mind made up I've got my foot on the rock And my mind's made up Though I walk through the lonely valley Though I drink from a bitter cup When the devil comes a-knocking Hey, I've got another way I stand right square on my feet I throw my head in the air I look him straight in the eye I say my foot's on the rock And my mind's made up I've got my foot on the rock And my mind's made up Though I walk through the lonely valley Though I drink from a bitter cup When the devil comes and knocking Showing me an easier way I stand right square on my feet I throw my Head in the air, I look him straight in the eye. I say my foot's on a rock and my mind's made up. The devil, he will tempt you and pull you away with strife. He'll make you sick in body, even try to take your life. But put your trust in Jesus and say, Lord, I've had enough. I'll say, move on, Satan. I got my mind made up. I got my foot on the rock and my mind's made up. Though I walk through the lonely valley, though I drink from a bitter cup, when the devil comes and knocking, showing me an easier way. I stand right where on my feet, I blow my head in the air, I look him straight in the eyes. Foot's on the rock and my mind, everybody help us out. I got my foot on the rock. And my mind's made up Though I walk through the lonely valley Though I drink from a bitter cup When the devil comes and I can show And be an easy way I stand right square on my feet Head in the air Straight in the eye I say my foot's on a rock And my mind's made up Hallelujah, hallelujah. Out to the Lord tonight. Amen.
Praise God. Praise God. Got your minds made up. Let's don't forget tonight was Tupelo Mansion's offering. And uh, if you was planning on giving more or whatever, just get with us. And uh, we can wait a few more days, send it out by next week, Monday or so. So just don't forget about that. One other thing, uh, we're going to sell coffee for the church. Anybody that's interested, Brother Josh is supposed to make a couple of pots back there. And for you to try it, see if you're interested in it. And uh, it's going to be coffee for the church. And what I mean by that, uh, we're going to order it, and then we're going to resell it and make some money. We've got to get some money rolling in here. We're going to do a lot of things. We've got to have money to do it. Appreciate the offering, but this is a good way. There's a lot of coffee drinkers in here. Amen. And uh, I already got my mind made up. I'm going to get some. I'm just going to make the sacrifice good or bad or whatever, expensive. I'm just going to do it. Amen. And you know what? God's going to make it good. and It's going to taste good. And it's going to, you know, I mean, hey, that's just the way it works. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of you don't drink coffee, buy it and give it to somebody. God. So everybody's in. That's Apostolic Company that does this. So we, we happen all the way around, blessing them. They're blessing us. And so we just, you know, hey, we just, just do something for God. So if you're interested, go into Fellowship Hall. Uh, he's supposed to have a couple of pots made. And everybody get a cup or at least a piece of a cup or whatever. I don't know everybody can't get out of them two pots. But anyway, okay. So they got different types and whatever. Y'all can look at this. Y'all can get a better idea. I haven't read it. Uh, I'm, it may be already ground up. I don't know. You'll have to ask. I don't know nothing about it. This is what I know about it. So from there, we'll go from that, okay? Sister Joyce, sign up sheep in the back. All right. That's right. Baby showers, baby showers. Thank God for baby showers. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to start having some spiritually. Ladies' night tomorrow night at 7. Don't be late. Praise God. Be early. If you signed up for food, don't forget to food. Amen. All right? All right. Love you. Appreciate you. Parents, you can go get your children. God bless you.